episode number 189, Camaro After SEMA. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. And I'm Jason. And what is going on in Studio well, South? <laughs> Well, it's cold. For yeah. the first time this year, it is cold. Yeah, we got snow yesterday, dude. How much you get? That's just a dusting. Just a dusting. Yeah, yeah it's we, all gone our, we had our first freeze overnight. But even when I woke up at five o'clock this morning, um, uh, it was 32, 33. Yeah, that's about what it was. It's at 37 right now. Yeah, it's getting chilly. Woo! It's getting that time of year. So people start putting their stuff away and. Um, yeah, in fact, you know what we ought to do is probably next week's episode is talk <laughs> yeah, about... Uh, I just thought of that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about... Um, putting your you know, stuff away. For, putting your stuff away for the for the winter season. I mean, I even do it down here um, just because I'm just weird like that. Yeah. <laughs> one of these days, I, I, I don't... I want to take my Camaro out in the snow one time with the top down. I want to do that. One, one it might be this year. It might be this year. So um, I want to do it. I want to do Did it. you remember uh, Snowpocalypse 2014? Oh, how can I forget? Uh, that's when I took my Suzuki Samurai out without I, the top on during I, a blizzard. I remember that. You have that all on GoPro, don't you? Yep. No, no, I didn't have it on GoPro. I think I had my wife just hold the hold the camera as I, you know, backed out of the driveway, bundled up like, you know, like the kid from uh, Christmas Story. Um, <laughs> God, what was I going to say? Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, one of uh, one of the other Camaro disciples. I don't remember if it was Eli or the or Eli. Uh, Ellie. Or the, Ellie or the other uh, Canadian. Um, <laughs> one of them has that convertible fourth gen, and they were driving their convertible fourth gen around with the top down in Canada in literally sub-zero degree weather. Sweet. And I've got a picture of it. It's kind of cool. But yeah, so so yes, you should do it. Okay. Okay. Maybe Absolutely. this will be the year. Maybe this will be the year. You got to do it, man. So this is the uh, this is the show after SEMA, uh, like, kind of like... The news the week after SEMA. Uh, I'm happy to see SEMA for next year. 2019 is in November, so I'm not going to miss Halloween next year. Woo! Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like November 4th through the 7th or something like that. But, yeah, it's it's a few days after. So I am happy about that. So next year SEMA should be awesome. And well, let's see. First thing we should talk about after SEMA... Um, some, some people went over, I think to California and started playing around with the 2019 Chevy Camaro and, uh, the drive was there to get their hands on a 10 speed Camaro SS. Oh, wow. Very cool. And, it, and, and they say it gallops with gusto. At least that's mm-hmm. what the title of the article says. It was a beautiful, beautiful looking car here. Is that, uh, that must be, uh, an that's, orange. That's crush, man. That, that that crush orange with the, crush. the 10 speed automatic. Uh, crush your eyes. They played around with it, took it around. Uh, Southern California, beautiful, obviously. And beautiful. Good looking car, man. Let's see. What does the beginning of this article say here? Impressively for a car that was once the providence of mulleted uncles, 
The Chevrolet Camaro is still in the midst of its remarkable transformation into one of the best performance deals on the market today. And that's true. I mean, mm. if you if you look at an entry Camaro now, it's cheaper than the Mustang. It's cheaper yeah. than the Challenger. Uh, the 2019 model brings a traditional mid-cycle refresh for the sixth-generation model, both to keep up with the Joneses and further bolster the rest of the Camaro lineup with some key pieces of trickle-down tech from the impressive Z01 variants at top at the top. But its two notable changes to the venerable Camaro SS in 2019 are particularly worth discussing: the company's 10-speed automatic and the new front end that's piled up a Mount Everest of hot takes since its reveal. <laughs> Piled up a Mount Everest of hot takes. What does that I'm mean? not quite sure what, what does that mean. That of course they also use the use the words gallop and gusto all together in the title, so they they have words. Maybe uh, they're not word. a, Maybe this is not a non-American. So ignore, they play, ignore they, the face. The, the they played around with a, cr- a crush orange 2019 Camaro SS. Uh, they had fun with the line lock apparently. Uh, drove up and down the Pacific Coast Highway, jealous, and yep. um, had, had a good time um, playing around with this car and, and doing this article. So I'm going to link this up in the show notes. One thing I want to I want to mention is something that is the very uh, end of this article, and something a lot of people were asking at SEMA. It said uh, Chevrolet used uh, the 2019 Camaro SS to promote a new color option called Shock at this year's SEMA. But the display cars also arrived bearing an updated fascia that moves mm-hmm. the badge back up to its original spot and adds a color to the previously blacked out crossbar, which stops the front end from looking like an empty void. According to them, rumors immediately spread that mm-hmm. Chevrolet is fast tracking this update into production to silence the critics. So I asked Openheiser about the whole fracas. Fracas? Fracas? Flanked by one of the company's PR men, he knew just what to say. We don't mind that people are talking. We're obviously always evaluating what we're doing. He said with a tight smile when I pressed him further, saying he must have seen the position reaction to see Macar. He stuck to the company line. We're always listening to customer feedback. <laughs> I, can Al say, I can see Al saying that too. You know, I can see Al saying that. But I've, it's not often that I see Al with a tight smile. <laughs> now, now I know what that means. That means Al is... Wink, don't, wink. Don't mess with me, yeah. or I will put you in the drawer. <laughs> and then I'll punch your mouth loose. <laughs> I'll punch your jaw loose. Yeah. I bet you, I bet you Al could throw a punch. I bet you he's, he's a, he's a, he'd be a good boxer. He was a, he was a, he was a hockey player. I th- yeah, I figured, hockey, I figured so. he had some 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 aggressive athleticism. Speaking of which, I told you earlier I was hanging out with some Nashville Predators at a metal show. You yeah. know where they were? Not in the pit. In the very back. You couldn't get any further back. Whoa. Dudes that love to slam each other into boards on ice. So mellow at a rock concert. They, anyway. They can't put themselves at risk. Except on the ice. True exactly. enough. Exactly. People don't get hurt in mosh pits anymore. Um, I will say... That this article probably has the best photo of the front end because of the angle they caught. They caught mm-hmm. it at just the right angle that doesn't make it look so flat. It gives it that it, it's the only picture I've seen so far that lets that that shows the front end of that car with the depth it should actually have. I agree with you. I agree. I don't know. I don't know why it's hard to get. Just maybe because it's so comp- complex. But 
I think it looks good still. What I really Either. like on this car is the wheels and the refreshed taillights in the back, too. I think really. everybody likes the taillights. Yeah. No, and the wheels. I really like the wheels. Let me see here. I'm finding a picture of the wheel. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like the wheels, but I'm, I like a cleaner wheel myself, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. I wonder if they're actually functional on cooling the, the brakes a little bit. It looks like they would vein some. Nowadays, everything seems to be functional on these cars, so I would not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. Cool. Great article by yeah. The Drive. Yeah, I'm going to link that up in the show notes. And um, you guys can and take a look at these pictures yourself. See if it looks any better. Um, moving on to some, uh, I don't know what kind of news this is. This, is, this has been reported um, out of uh, Lansing, Michigan, where, as we all know, that is where the Chevrolet Camaro is produced. They're reporting uh, GM Lansing Grand River plant shutdown and layoffs. Holy crap. I know the artic- the person that wrote this article. Do you? Yeah, this is WMMQ's radio station website. Yeah. Classic Rock. I used to love MMQ. She used to be the morning show. Deb Hart used to be the morning, one of the morning hosts for uh, Q106 in Lansing. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. that's a, I think that's the same Deb Hart. Yeah. 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 That's her. Yeah. Yeah. She's super cool. So I don't, she went to MMQ. Oh, sorry. I, caught, I just caught that. No, 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 no. Um, so I, I guess it kind of brings legitimacy to the article. I mean, you, you seem to know the person um, in, in the radio station that they said they received an anonymous call on the input lines uh, that the General Motors Grand River Assembly Plant in Lansing is extending the end of year shutdown that begins on December 20th from two weeks to four weeks. That's when employees come back to January 14th. Only one shift will reportedly be coming back to the job. Now, I know they're running three shifts, right? The, I believe so, yeah. The, the reason, cited by the caller, as told by General Motors Management, was the decline in demand for the Chevy Camaro. The uh, Cadillac ATS and the CTS that. models are also currently being produced at GM's Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant. Our caller indicated that it sounds as if there will be two shifts operating... Um, the General Motors Delta Township plant. Um, I don't know what they produce there. Uh-huh. Earlier this year, Lansing State Journal reported that GM plans to invest $175 million at LGR over the next three years. Assembly of the Cadillac sedans is expected to be replaced with a couple of yet-to-be-named uh, models. So, you heard, it, you heard it here, guys. I have not seen this um, being spread around yet. Um, so... Hopefully, hopefully, this is good good news. They're they're gonna, you know, get get some of these Camaros out and um, come back and uh, produce what what actually needs to be sold. You know, the, yeah. The, and and once again, these Camaros are not sitting on dealer lots where they're piling money on the hoods to try and offload them. That's right. So that's you know. Now, in, in these terms nowadays, I think they, they can produce the right amount of cars so they don't have to do that. There are these, I'm seeing the, what are the Black Friday specials now um, on, on a bunch of different cars. Let me, let me see if I can find that. Because I just saw a video come out. Black Friday yeah. Chevrolet deals. Let's see. Oh, and just for the record, I, I, I knew Deb Hart. Not very well. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, I'm sorry to say. But uh, 
But, uh, you know, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Uh, Black Friday sales, 0% APR on popular 2018 and 2019 models like the 2018 Silverado. Mm. What else we got here? Um, the 2018 Silverado, 0% for APR for 72 months. The 2019 Equinox, 0%. The 2018 Tahoe, 0%. 2018 Suburban, the Trax, the Cruise, the Volt, the Malibu. Oh, what? There's no wait, Camaro on this list. Wait, was that was that the Volt or the Volt? The Volt, not the Bolt. With the, with the V or the V? The V, 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 <laughs> not the B, B. <laughs> okay. Sorry, couldn't help it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like you said, no Camaro. Well, nope. What does that mean, Chris? Well, I guess I guess they don't need to discount this to sell it. That's all. That's what it tells me. That's mm. what it tells me. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think well, maybe go. maybe they're going to be shutting down the plant and never opening it ever again. Oh, for God's sake. Here we go. Because they're not selling any. Here right? we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a lot of, I'm, I'm sure, I, yes, I'm joking, but I'm sure I'm not the only one that's thinking it, And but this, uh, Here we everybody go. else is thinking it seriously. Yeah. So that is that. That is that. Um, I'm going to link this article up in the show notes, so maybe your maybe your your bud, Deb Hart, will reach out to you and say, hey, thanks for, for talking about this on your, on your podcast. Yep. She, she was always a cool, great, great morning radio host. Hilarious. Yeah. All right, what's next on the list? What else can we talk about? Oh, let's see here. What's on the... Uh, oh, so the Optima Street... Uh, excuse me, Ultimate... I keep wanting to call it Optima Street Challenge, but it's, you know... The Optima Batteries Ultimate, Ultimate Street Car. We don't talk about this enough. Um, this is such a cool event. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of people that we know, um, some more than others, uh, participate in this. And... Uh, the winner was declared the ultimate street car was uh, a 1967 Camaro owned by Mike Dussold. And we might have met Mike once or twice. Just about anybody who participates in the ultimate street car challenge, uh, excuse me, ultimate street car invitational, are always super cool, great, great car guys. Um, yeah, so he just, he took it all, um, which is which is a big deal. Uh, the paint is really cool on this, and he's he's the uh, 2018 OUSCI winner. Yeah, he said five years. Well, go ahead. I said yay. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you said I thought you were gonna say something. Yeah, five, he said five years ago when I started competing, it was my goal to someday win. It's been a challenge and has pushed me to the brink more than once. So getting here feels really good. Um, some other names just to throw out there. Runner up to Mike was Austin Barnes and his 2010 Dodge Viper. Okay, big whoop. And in third place was Ken Thwaites driving his 2006 Mitsubishi Evo. Now, some of you may remember Ken does and did and still does probably at some point drive Z28s. Yeah, he does. He does. And I, I got to see Ken um, at, at the SEMA show. Talked to him for oh, yeah? a little bit. Yeah. Good. You know, I talked to him about that. Why doesn't he drive his Z28? And he said that Evo in. The man knows how to drive, but he loves driving that Evo because it makes ridiculous power. Uh, I believe Danny he was Pop. he was the 2017 champion. That's right. That's right. Uh, autocross first place, Danny Pop. We know Danny Pop. Yep. Yeah. Um, but he he has that 2003 Corvette Z06 uh, Speed Stop Challenge. Third place, Danny Pop. Um, hot tire, la- hot tire, t- Falcon Tire Hot Lap <laughs> Challenge. Uh, Danny Pop second place. 
And then uh, Lingenfelder Performance Design and Engineering Competition, two of those were uh, Chevrolet Camaros. So Camaros, uh, or at least uh, Chevrolet and Camaros, representing very well in this year's Ultimate Streetcar. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and, and of course, we can't mention Optima without mentioning our, our good buddy, Jim. Optima I was able to, Jim. Optima Jim. Got to sit down and talk with him for a little while. Let's, can we start that again, please? <laughs> and that's Jim. Uh, it's, been, it's been about seven or six or seven years since we did that interview with him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, me and, and Jason Port sat down and uh, were guests on his podcast. He runs a podcast called Marked Men. Um, uh, him and a friend of his who went to school at Marquette University um, talk about all things pop culture and, and cars and whatnot. So we sat down for a good hour, hour and 15 minutes, and just BSed with his show. So he said he would put that up when he got home. So he's all doing good. His family's doing good, and it's always good to see Jim. Yep, Jim. Jim's a good guy. Pretty much anybody who's interacted with uh, Optima Batteries on a social media level has interacted with Jim. Yeah, and if you don't know who he is, just look for the tallest guy in the room. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and he's always smiling. <laughs> so I'm going to link that one up in the show notes as well. Dang. All right. We do have some voicemails. We didn't do any last week. But we've only got like three. Three voicemails? Yeah, three voicemails here. So let me queue up the first one. Here we go. Hi, guys. This is Brian from St. Louis. Just want to say thank you for the care package. Perfect timing for winter with that stay bill. But I have a question for you guys. Um, I, I, got, I don't know if it's uh, true or not, but it would make sense if, like, Mustang and Challenger, they were built – in a factory that is only building that car because Chevrolet is building the Camaro in a factory that's building two Cadillac cars. So if you're looking at um, profitability, I think that's a huge gap between Camaro and Mustang if Mustang is built in a factory all by itself uh, with a whole staff, a whole factory, and the Camaro is just using the same staff at factory as um, Cadillac. Uh, I don't know. See um, what you guys think about that. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Brian from St. Louis, thank you for calling in. Uh, you must have sent him out a care package. Yeah, I think huh. uh, I think he's a, he was the runner uh, the runner up of of our uh, our uh, gear wrench uh, contest that we had. And he got he got some stable stuff, uh, courtesy of three hundred three products. Um, yeah, some other stuff too. He, he had a question. So, Do you think? Let's see. I want to make sure I get this. He says because Camaro was built in a factory shared with Cadillac, right? Um, if you're looking at profitability. Is, do you think that's the difference between them and Mustang, which is produced in a building all by itself and challenge i don't know what challengers if challengers built on a line with other cars either i don't know if there's any if there's any correlation between the two and and to tell you the truth i have no no idea no idea i don't either uh, not the not the person to ask on this one where uh, i i don't know where it's built here let's see let's see the current mustang in flat rock michigan flat rock assembly plant yep Okay, products made, Ford Mustang, and Lincoln Continental. Oh, okay. 
2005 to present is Ford Mustang. 2017 to present is Lincoln Continental. Um, gosh, in the past, Mazda MX-6, the Ford Probe, which were the same thing. Mazda 626, the Mercury Cougar, the Mazda 6, and the Ford Fusion um, in the past. So, yeah. so it is a, uh, a flex plant. Uh, let's do a quick search on the, uh, the Challenger here. I want to say it's built in Canada. Canada? Let's see here. Come on, Wikipedia. Load. Uh, third generation, 2018 to present. Blah, 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 blah. Brampton, Ontario, Canada. Brampton Assembly. That's how we'd say it here. What do they make? Uh, current production is the Chrysler 300, the Dodge Charger, and the Dodge Challenger. Okay. Also a flex plant. So, what's your point, man? <laughs> One's Canadian, one's one. I don't know. No, no, they're all flex plants, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, so there you go. I I don't think there's very many. There, there's some plants, but not. I don't think there's a tremendous amount anymore that build just one product. Yeah. I think uh, to maximize profitability, you probably got to put a couple different cars on there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next voicemail then. Hey, Chris and Jason. This is Sean in Tucson. Uh, just listening to your show about the. Same uh, concept Camaro or soon to be rolled out new Spacia. I saw a new Camaros at my dealership this last weekend. I thought they were new. Um, I'm glad if they redo the front, but you know, not gonna lose any sleep over it. I did see a LT this weekend, a new one, and I realized that the lights—I think the lights might be different on the the LED part. I was wondering if you guys know anything about that. I know that. They talked a lot about the SS lights with the LED strip going along the front and then up near the middle more so than the earlier versions. But the LT looks like it has um, separate light strips under each light or something. Maybe it's the angle I was looking at it. Anyways, like the like the new Camaro, I'll be glad if they change the front. I think a lot of people might be. And I had a question. If they do another refresh down the road, like maybe 2020, do you ever see them doing a completely different type of Camaro like they did in 70 when they changed the whole body style? Do you ever see them doing that? Do you know what kind of direction they might go? Just a question. I just... Hmm. We lost him. He got the chop. Sean from Tucson. <laughs> Thank you for um, calling in, buddy. Yeah. Um, huh. So he said he doesn't about... mind the new, the new front end. Yeah. No, don't biggie. Um, wants to know about the lights, the LED strip. I uh, don't know anything about that. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, uh, other, other than the you know the, the placement between the, either the LTs or the SSs, they're either vertical or, or horizontal. Right, right, um, right. I, that's always been like that though on the sixth gen. So, um. Don't know exactly what you mean. If it's the type of life, it's LED versus non-LED. I I don't know. Hmm. And interesting. Uh, he wants to know if we think there'll be an additional refresh coming up in like 2020, where they do a completely different front end like they did in the second gen, later part of the second gen. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think yet. Yeah. I, I would. Know, will they someday? Sure. Yeah. This is the question I would love to place for Al. Not not in not in a, a aspect of what's coming down, but I know as as 
the Camaro boss, as I call it, Al, he has to, and I, I know he's told me this before, he has to come up with a budget for the entire generation of the car, okay? For, and then from that budget, he can, you know, produce either special models, you know, the refresh, different taillights, what, blah, 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 blah. So as long as he, I guess, remains in that budget, he could do whatever the hell he wants, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, so... I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pose that question to Al if I ever get him in the studio. And I know I gotta get him in here. Maybe maybe during Christmas time. Maybe during Christmas. Christmas time, time with That'll Al be perfect. That'll be perfect. Perfect. So thank you, Sean from Tucson. Good for good calling points, man. in. And yeah. um if you guys want to get your voicemails in, you wanna ask us a question, you got a question about something we've been talking about, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. And here's the last voicemail. Hey, Chris and Jason. This is uh, Charlie11111111. Uh, I just wanted to put in my two cents about, uh, I guess, the rehash that they did with the front end. I'm one of those people that I understand business. I understand that, you know, they do their, they do their decision based upon what they want to do for future for all the vehicles. And so their choice on going forward with the, the black front end, I have no problem with it. I kind of enjoyed it. But the whole thing with them not clinicking, clinicking their cars, I think this may be an example of what happens when that takes place, especially when you're moving forward with a design aspect for all models, not only Camaro, but SUVs and sedans. And so I don't see this as a mistake on their end. I, I agree that it was bold, it was wild, and I, I approve them for what they went and tried to attempt. But it, they, they should have, I think they just should have clinked in you know, everything that was going on at Camaro Fest and then online, spoke louder than their numbers that they had in, in their business. So that's my opinion. I like both ends, well, both versions, but I like the new one better. Um, on the shock yellow, I think this is a perfect example of moving forward and try to get more impact with the cars. The car I've seen in person is stunning. It looks amazing. It's eye-catching. I like it better than Krypton Green or the Synergy. And I hope and I really would like to see this in the Z011LE. I think that color will pop the most on that um, on that version of the Camaro. So if they make shock yellow for the Z011LE, I think that is probably would be the most cherry option for any Camaro in the 6th gen lineup. So that's my two cents. My words don't really mean much to, to the company, but that's how I see it. And hope you guys are having a good time at SEMA, and take care of yourself. Bye. Charlie, one, 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 one. Charlie, thank you so much. As <laughs> always, your, your words do mean something. And Absolutely. They're, they're intelligent. They're put together properly, and we can understand you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder who you're talking about. <laughs> um, but he, you make a good point, Charlie. He doesn't care. I mean, he he likes the front end. That's fine. Um, they're gonna make a case for another one. I don't know. I don't know. Um, he now he he goes on to talk about clinicking. Now, um, in the interview you did with Jim Callahar at Camaro Fest, Jim Callahar told you we don't clinic these cars um but in the fifth gen there was something called the camaro disciples group and you were the clinic i guess for these cars might have right yeah now we were can you maybe speak on behalf of of maybe you and a few other 
Camaro Disciples and say that if you guys were still Camaro Disciples and they showed you this front end, would you have said something about it? Boy, Chris, you know, I this is honestly this is a kind of an unexpected question because I didn't even stop to think about that. Once they retired the uh, the the disciple thing, we kind of went to being enthusiasts again and not yeah, thinking, right. at least speaking for myself. But I'm th- uh, I'm th- I'm thinking from from a from a company standpoint, since they don't clean the cars, they they used you guys to right. get a lot of information, yeah, and, and and see what would you what would you spend your money on. I could see them showing you guys something like this and saying, "What do you think if we took the bow tie and we moved it down and put it on the front? What do you guys think of that?" I think that we probably, I, I'm, I'm, I think we probably would have said put it back, and I haven't I, thought I about think, it that way until now because I looked at it from the enthusiast eyes and not the on behalf of all enthusiast right. eyes. Um, and I think I knew you would have said that. I think I knew you would have yeah. said that. Yeah. And I, I feel almost um, like I wasn't doing my job at heart, even though we're not disciples anymore. Well, right. Selmeyer yeah. says we're, we'll always be disciples. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, now that you put put it that way, I'm pretty sure that that I would say, let me see something different. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a good start. It's a good refresh. But let me see something different. Yeah. Let what what other choices do we have? Yeah. And if they had put that bow tie where they're the rumors are that they're going to put it. We probably, I think, I think collectively would have said, yes, it, it is more Camaro that way. Cool. Cool. Good discussion yeah. though. That's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's always positive. Yeah. You know, it's nothing against general motors on what they've Not done, but it's, it's always, it's always good to see options. And that's what they've done with this, the concept front fascia is what they're calling it for SEMA. So like I've said before, I listened to several people at the show. They're going, look at all these cars. They all got this fascia. GM's going to this immediately. I don't see that happening. I I see this as usually like they do with the concepts. They say, we've gotten the feedback. You guys like this. We're going to put this in and you'll see it next year. That's, that's what I'm guessing is going to happen. I think that's going to be the same. I I agree. And if they don't, they suck. Can you hear me opening that drawer right now? I was just gonna say. I was gonna say right now, Al, it's just is just is his wooden, wooden, knuckles are white on the steering wheel on the way into work, and not because he's driving fast. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. We always have a good time though. I'll, I'll still say this. I still like the front end. I just, yeah. If 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 we were in that room again, I think we all would have said yeah. And I never, I haven't thought about it that way until until you put it that way. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what they did to us. They would put put us in very very difficult decisions uh, to make. Um, right. We, you know where we'd have to say, "Gosh, you know, like it." But does does the rest of the enthusiast community will they like it? Exactly. That was, very diff- that was a difficult job. It was a great job. Loved it. Exactly. Well, thanks for uh, Charlie one 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 for for leaving <laughs> us that message. Um, yeah. We appreciate it. it it's very thought provoking. Um, that's good. Cool. Yep. Uh, so let's see. What else do we got to talk about here? Nothing. <laughs> actually, we're actually part. We're actually past the usually the the part of the show we we end this on anyway. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's always the episodes where we don't think we're going to have much to talk I about. I know. We, I know. I think it's because we get comfy and we get casual, and which is good. That's what our show is about. You yeah. know, we always want it to be like, like we're. And that's why our show is so darn good. 
Dude's hanging out in the garage <laughs> and just talking about cars and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Well, hmm. well, can you hear Elvis howling? <laughs> how's uh, how's uh, Chloe? Zoe. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, okay, she's hobbling she's around. Cat. Yeah, she's like a got like a wooden leg. She comes across the tile floor. It's like ah man, that poor dog broke broke her little leg. Yes. Yeah. Dang. Oh God! All right. Well, you go right. tend to. You ready to get out of here? Get we'll out of here. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and we encourage everyone else to do the same. Getting chilly, but hopefully it's still sunny in your area. Get in your car, drive around, have some fun. Yeah. And we will see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at five eight six four eight six three one eight two. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.